Welcome to Dallas. We're a community of faith that embodies the love of Jesus for the good of our neighbor and renewal of our world. We're so glad you're listening. Okay, so uh, before, before we continue our series, I just want to address where we've been as a country here for the last 48 hours. And man, this always makes people nervous. People who know me and know us uh, still get nervous when, uh, when I say, hey, I'm going to address where we are or something that's happened. Uh, we worked really hard as a family here at Dulles uh, leading into the last election through Black Lives Matter, even in regard to the pandemic. In so many different views and perspectives, I am so proud of how we have engaged one another and engaged the world around us. And so I wanna just pull us back to center, pull us back to the focus that we believe deeply here that God has called us to that transcends a lot of what you and I are used to in the media today. Okay, so on Friday morning, my phone started pinging with the news notifications. I'm, I'm going to say sometime around 1030 or so. And at 11.06, 11.08, I got a message on my phone from somebody who said, I'm heartbroken about this ruling. At 11.16, I got a text from someone saying, I've been praying for many years that unborn babies would be protected in this country. And so my weekend began. <laughs> lots of conversations, lots of messages. And so is the United States now. In many, many very good people in our companies and in our schools and in our neighborhoods who have vastly different opinions or are on extremely dif different sides from one another on almost every topic. And that's not the problem. In fact, I'm going to even say it, it's not a problem. The problem is, continues to be and continues to grow in this country, and we're watching it before our eyes, and if we're not careful, we're a part of the problem. The problem is in how we, we look at and interact with and think about those on the other side of our opinion. And, you know, at some point during the racial equality, you know, I, I said to our directional team, uh, man, we are getting close to the moment where our country really could divide. And then when the, the Supreme Court leak, uh, Justice Alito's uh, draft leak happened about six or seven weeks ago, I said to our team, man, this, this could be the one. I, I feel like I keep saying it every six months, like this, you know, um, another mass shooting happens. And I, I think I've said it a couple times, this could be it. This could be the dividing point that actually breaks our country into two. And about six or seven weeks ago, I was saying that this could be it. We, we have been conditioning ourselves as a nation, without knowing it, for some type of, and it sounds dramatic to say civil war, I, I, I hope, I hope to God we don't experience a civil war relationally or otherwise, but I believe we are on that trajectory if something doesn't change. Because we are so extremely polarized in our neighborhoods, 
and on social media and in our schools and in our places of work. Somebody speaks up to say something, to ask a question about their view or their perspective, and they get in trouble. I, I've never seen our society before where people just walk on eggshells. They either don't walk on eggshells <laughs> and are so, so opinionated, or people are so cautious they really feel like they just can't share. They can't actually engage. And so I'm going to challenge you. And for those who are listening in their car right now, on, traveling out of town this week, I know we're in summer. I just if, if you're a part of Dulles in any way, if you've been here with us a year or a couple years or you're new with us in the last month, I'm going to challenge everyone collectively. Don't leave Dulles Church. Simply, this, this may seem profound to you, and I'm using the word simply, simply because someone or I says something that, that differs from your political view. Or because everyone here at Dulles doesn't share collectively the same political view. I happen to believe personally that's an unhealthy environment where everyone agrees politically. And some of us go to church wanting to see and hear and know that everyone here already believes and is already going to say what I already believe. That is, by definition, an environment that lacks growth. We grow by listening to one another, learning from one another. This is actually part of the process of growth. And so as close as our directional team is, and we are very close. Alex is at a funeral this morning in Richmond. And with the weekend that he's having, he called me yesterday and said, I just want to pray for you. Uh, just, I know you're going to say these remarks before your message tomorrow. And I, and I found out after the Supreme Court leak six or seven weeks ago, as close as we all are, we just didn't realize how our directional team differs in personal opinion on the subject of abortion. Your directional leaders in this church are not in full agreement on the issue of abortion. And yet, we have left multiple conversations about this. Like, okay, we're going we're gonna to be addressing this. Okay, the Supreme Court seems to be headed towards making a change here in our country. We're going to be speaking to this in some capacity in our church. So we've met to talk about this, and we walk out in parking lots. I've thought it. It happened again two days ago. Hugging one another. Telling each other how much we love each other. After just expressing for an hour and a half again different nuances and perspectives on such gravity like the issue of abortion. And, and, and you should be proud. I hope you're proud of your directional team. We don't talk in terms of pro-life and pro-choice or conservative or liberal. We're constantly asking ourselves, what is the transcendent different, unique, beautiful heart of Jesus for us in this. And what we always come out of these conversations with is there is value, true substantive value, in healthy disagreement. And our country has lost this. You, you want to know what I think the, the travesty is? I mean, of course, in mass shootings, and, and there, there's nothing more valuable than the life that's been lost. Obviously. But I think we are on the precipice of, in all of our debates and uh, loud opinions, 
of reaching a point of no return, at least for this generation, where we, we no longer understand how to model to our children healthy conflict. Patrick Lencioni, I should have brought his book. I've, I've, I've raved about Patrick Lencioni, my favorite leader guru. You know, my library is full of leadership books. It's, I, I collect leadership books. I've studied so many different leaders. Patrick Lencioni is one of my very favorite leadership consultants. He consults leading companies around the globe. And he has made in the last two decades such a compelling case for how a company, an organization, a team will not grow. They will not experience sustained growth without healthy conflict. You have to have conflict in a marriage, in a healthy marriage. You must have conflict on a healthy team. And what we're on the precipice of is in showing our kids in this younger generation that there's no such thing as healthy conflict. I, I believe to my core that our society doesn't even, it seems like a, a paradox, healthy conflict. Healthy conflict is when we express different views from a place of sincerity and we listen to one another with the attitude, I think I have something to learn here. And if you are, if you are looking to, to work in a company or attend a school, or be a part of a church, the most exciting idea on earth, what we're talking about in this subject, and I believe it. I believe the church that Jesus created, the, the church that Jesus had in mind, certainly not the one that we've seen for hundreds of years, a church that looks like him, and behaves like him, and speaks like him, and thinks of others, and thinks of the world like him, which is the most exciting idea on earth. If you're expecting to attend and participate in a church that believes everything that you already believe, you're already, you've already resigned yourself from being a, in a place of growth where you're growing. I love that our directional team doesn't just, we don't just differ in opinion on some of these subjects, but we love, we're, we're teaching each other. And this is our common our common unity. And Alton, Alex is at a funeral today, but Alton, if you're going to just come and join me. We're going to pray here at the end of my remarks just for, for, for our faith community here, for our, our larger community. And we're going to pray for our country. Um, when, when you and I were standing in the parking lot at First Watch, two day, no, no, it was Glory Days. <laughs> we're usually at First Watch. We were at Glory Days on Friday. And... and we just had such an amazing conversation. And we're, you know, people are probably looking at us like, what's going on? A, a white man and black man are hugging re <laughs> really tight in the middle of a hot parking lot. And, and we're telling each other how much we love each other. We were reminding each other that our common unity here, is, it, it, it's not that politics don't matter. That's not what we're communicating. Does our country matter? Of course it matters. Do elections matter? Yes, elections matter. But that's not our common unity here at Dulles. It's something so much more significant, so much more. Not a little bit, not, it's, it's transcendently more important. Our common unity is that we actually believe we're broken. That humanity is broken. And that we have been part of breaking things. And, and if, if you're new here, or maybe that sounds like we're stepping on, like we're, we're sort of pointing our finger, and we don't say that judgmentally. We're talking about ourselves. We're not looking at other people saying, you've broken things. We have come to 
the belief, the place of belief that we have been wrong in our view of the world. We've, I have broken things, Amy has broken, even whether it's marriage, our own relationship, the way we've learned how passionately we can fight or argue. We as human beings have broken things and we need the one who is whole, the one who's making us whole. See, when left and right, conservative, liberal, libertarian, when, when you believe that, oh my gosh, politics still matters, voting still does matter, but not nearly as much. When you realize, wow, our, our unity is that we lack wholeness. We're not, the, we're not the humanity we were created to be, and someone has come to remake humanity back into the image of God, back into the reflection of his character and his good and his beauty. One more thing before we pray here. Um, the essence of following Jesus, we believe here at Dulles, is the acknowledgement that we need something. We don't have, we, we can't make ourselves whole. We need someone to actually be in control, to lead us. And we believe it was God who came in the form of Jesus. All right, so this week, I'm, I'm going to ask you to do this, and I'm, I'm, I mean this. This isn't just like, hey, Brad's up on stage, that's a good thought. Oh, it's a, I'm asking you to do this. This week and repeatedly in the month, the month ahead. Something so counter to what you're going to see on Fox News or CNN. You may not even understand the paradigm when I say this. Like, talk to someone? Have a conversation? I, I'm, I'm asking you this week to engage with someone on the other side of your view about the Supreme Court's ruling with a sincere question. Help me understand your perspective on this, on unborn babies or on the woman's right to choose. Help me. And, and, and say these words. I'm not asking you this to challenge you. I'm asking you this so that I can learn. And you will watch that person's tone soften immediately. And if it doesn't, you're just asking the wrong person. Just don't, don't ask that person. If, if, <laughs> if they are ready to tell you how wrong, and that, that's, we see that everywhere, all over social media. It's ubiquitous. That's, we're about something different here. We're, we're about the way of Jesus. We're about true growth. And humility, humility is, I've got something to learn, and I think I can learn from you. And I just, I, Alex, um, you weren't on that call yesterday when he called me. Alex was like, Brad, I know we don't see this issue exactly the same, but, and yet we, we do all agree on, on parts of this issue, which is interesting. We, it's interesting when you talk to people who don't share your political perspective on something, and you actually have a conversation with them with a humble heart to listen, you find out that you actually agree on more than you thought you would. And Alex just said, but man, my heart, you, you are going to, you know, he said, you're something, you're going to hit it out of the park tomorrow. I want to pray. And he just prays. He's driving in his car to his next work meeting, praying that Jesus would be in this room and in our words. And I love being a part <laughs> of something that just, if, if you are married to Fox News or CNN or the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal, I'm just telling, I feel sad for you. Get a divorce, Alfred said. <laughs> you need to divorce yourself. There is something that has arrived on this planet that is so much greater. 
And it's not going to come from Washington, D.C., and it's not going to come from your opinion or my opinion. It comes from the one <laughs> who truly can make humanity whole. And when you get people in a room who believe that, you instantly have this sweet, beautiful kind of unity. All right, so we're going to pray. Anything you want to pray? I just pray that uh, people follow through on what you just said, because that's uh, very important, and it, it's what we need in this country right now. Okay, so Jesus, may we follow through. May we engage others on the other side of us, not, not the wrong side of us, but the other side of us, with a humility to listen, to learn, to be able to share courageously, but humbly. And God, all the while understanding we're broken. We don't have this world figured out. Washington, D.C. has been proving for decades that the smartest people, those who raise billions of dollars to get elected, just don't have the answers that heal humanity. And Jesus, we believe you do. We actually believe you do. Amen. Amen. Love you, buddy.